Hey guys, Anna Taylor of Anna Taylor Radio here. Would you like to know where to find me or listen to my podcast? It's easy. Just go to anchor.fm slash Anna Taylor Radio now. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Anna Taylor Radio or on TikTok, Anna Taylor Radio Now. On YouTube, you can watch my videos at Anna Taylor Radio Channel. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or would be interested in being a guest on my show, please email me at Anna Taylor Radio at gmail.com. Hey, this is Anna Taylor of Anna Taylor Radio. We got a really awesome, very important show today. I am interviewing and talking with Brandon Riley, which is a delegate candidate who's running for a Democratic office, House of Delegates, the 82nd District. Is that correct? Correct. Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie County, Prince George County, and Petersburg City. Right. And in other surrounding rural cities as well, right? Right. And uh, you shared with me that basically um, what you're working towards and why you want to be voters to vote for you is that you want to improve educational opportunities, uh, grow the economy and raise wages, and provide reliable and affordable internet, correct? Correct. You also want to bridge the gap too between, uh, you know, for uh, disparaging or underprivileged students who have inactive or absent parents, and you want to bridge that gap between the parent-teacher relationship, um, so that it can better the uh, the schooling opportunities for the, the kids in school, correct? And provide more funding yeah. as well. Provide more funding. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean. I'll, I'll- the, the education system is underfunded. Um, we haven't fully funded the education system in a long time. Um, now we we understand we have room in the budget to do so. Why are we not? Hopefully we do make that choice in 2023. And if not, when I'm elected, um, we'll, we'll make sure that happens. Um, and then also bring, making sure that we raise the effectiveness of our PTAs, uh, getting parents back involved or more involved in the school system, if you will, and the whole village mentality. Um, I, I understood, you know, there's some controversy last go around by keeping parents out of the things. I believe we fully should have parents involved. I'm a parent myself a parent of five and that in and of itself like there's a hand-in-hand balance where I, I drop my kids off and entrust the the teachers with my my children right so how does that look like in full to develop those relationships and cultivate together versus trying to say one knows better than the other so All i think right. it's collectively need to make a, a informed decision right that that's everybody everybody should support that and it don't matter what side of the spectrum you're on republican democrat libertarian whatever you know anybody especially parents obviously you know that you need to support that because this is your child this is not just your child's future but everyone's future you know because i came up with this model a long time ago we are our educators and it's like we are educated by our educators and then we grow up to educate and then they grow up to educate so it's like you know if you if you don't teach your children well as the old song and it's like a 60 song like teach your children well you know if we don't teach them well <laughs> they're not going to be educated enough when they get older to you know run this country run the world they're our future so yeah right. i definitely agree everybody needs to support that um so and this is for all students correct like pretty i mean besides like under yeah. mostly underprivileged ones but like you know, whatever their background, creed, color, religion, whatever, like it's for all students who are struggling or, or in, uh, like 
who might struggle in the future, correct? Right. This is this is for all, not just all students, all children, really, um, because it even starts in the, I, I believe we really should be reaching more into the pre-K, uh, understanding that technology is advancing, our children are becoming more smarter, there are children who know how to work smartphones better than most adults do. Right, right. right. So how do, how, how do we prepare them, right, where we have their captive minds and make sure they're being molded and educated in a way, even though they may not fit in the traditional school model as of yet, right? What are the opportunities for them? How do we grow those opportunities and support those opportunities from a state level um, in terms of funding wise and then also from an educational perspective in terms of how we direct our education? Correct, right, right. And we got to start them young, you know what I mean? We got to nip it in the bud. We got to get to the root. You know, I totally agree. Start them when, right when they get in school, you know, right when they're starting to learn because their brains are like sponges. And like you said, you know, some right. of them can work a, a smartphone better than an adult. And I agree on that because I know my kids, my kids can work anything better than I can now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world is changing so fast with technology. It's like, you know, you'd think us adults could keep up, but really it's the kids, you know, they're the ones growing up with it. So, you right. know, <laughs> so as far as so. like um, raising wages and things, you're definitely in support of raising wages for teachers, right? Because right. I mean, why not, you know? I mean- not even why not if we're entrusting someone to raise the next the highest uh, a really provide a high quality education right that's going to hire them a high wage earning job right then why wouldn't that position be regarded as very valuable i think being it is valuable. the most valuable position in the world because if it wasn't for teachers you know, we wouldn't know what we know. How would we know how to make this world possible without teachers, without learning from other people who are educated, you know? That's like the most important position. So, you know, yeah, let's definitely, you know, and, and probably better like incentives and, and, um, and like you mentioned, like paid, like more paid leaves of absence, you know, for like maternity leaves and paternity, paternity leaves as well and things like that, right? Right, right, definitely. So, uh, one of the, one of the few things, but really just supporting families, right? Bottom line, what I want to do is make sure that we are supporting families in all levels so they can make the effective decisions that they need to make and not be bogged down in the next generation that comes after us, right? The right. things that we do in the in 2023, 2025, and in the the, year, the near years to come, right, won't really see fruit or bear impact until 10, 20 years later when those children who benefited from the the things that we've been able to place are now growing up and are now making decisions are now uh, quote unquote running the world. Um, so I think we have a long road ahead of us, but if we start thinking from a fundamental perspective, why are, why are we sending our children to school for X amount of hours out of the day? And then how are we making sure they're prepared for the next steps once they leave the school system? Exactly. Right. So you, you're a community builder. You're, you're all about like, you know, it, and it's true. It takes a village to raise a child. You want to bridge those gaps and, and you know, you want to connect those bridges. So basically, what is the message that you want to get out to voters? Like, why vote for you? And and as far as like your opponents, you know, what di differentiates you from your opponents? I mean, the, the, the greatest thing I think that really differentiates me between anybody else, anybody who's probably running in 2023 period is the fact that I've been managing political campaigns for the last seven years. Um, I've talked to tons of voters across the state of Virginia, even voters outside of outside of the Virginia as well, um, but at least 50K in Virginia alone, personally, um, and have had these conversations on the front door, right? 
have gone to them, spoke to them, either on, on the front door, on the phone, whatever it is. I've heard the concerns over the years, and I'm not seeing the progress which we really need to make as a society. So that being said, I have the ear, of not just the, the district, but also the ear of the people statewide. Um, so I'm, I'm going with the intent to make change and make real change for the betterment of our, of our, of our commonwealth and not being stuck in this partisan uh, feuds or partisan polarization that's kind of going on. Um, there are things that we can do where we can take the, take the partisan politics off the table. And there's things that we can do that actually benefits the lives of people. And I think that's going to be my focus. And if once we get all those other things out the way, then cool. We can go back to partisan politics if, that, if that's what's necessary. Um, honestly, I don't think that's necessary, um, but others would have a different view. Right. So you're looking out for the better interests of everyone, the community, not just Republicans, not just Democrats, not just, you know, this group of people or that group of people you want. You want everybody to, you know, it's bipartisan. This is for the better of everyone. Right. And and I'm not even just like the just the groups of people politically wise. Right. But even the rich or the poor. Right. If the if we raise the the minimum the minimum wage, right? Ultimately, that means that companies that support those that are hiring those employee employees need to make more money so they can pay their employees and not go under, or or at least keep their current profit status, right? Right. Um, it'd it'd be great if we can get to a place where we can have profit sharing with uh, with, with all our employees, right? But I know that's that's a harder mountain to climb. I really think that people should be able to organize and collectively bargain and make sure that they're getting paid a fair wage right but at the same time if we drive the bottom up if we drive the, the bottom wage up we also make sure we we increase revenue streams increasing the opportunity for businesses to export and do business outside the state um even internationally and so we have so many different resources here in virginia in, in the commonwealth and I, I just think there's there's so much we can do so that's basically saying like for those people who say well you know, whenever you raise wages or give people a living wage, then everything else goes up in price. So you're wanting right. to give incentives to companies to where, you know, that doesn't happen or happen as much, you know, it's like, because it's insane, especially with inflation, it's like, you know, well, okay, I just got a, a $3, or $5 raise or even a $10 raise, but yet here, you know, this just went up 30% and the food's going up this much percent. And it's like, but you right. want these companies, you want have it to have incentives for these companies to where it's like, you know, hey, we don't have to price couch anymore. We don't have to raise, you know, that way everybody can have an opportunity to like actually save some money for like an emergency fund or something, you know? <laughs> sure, right. Yeah. And I, I think just the, the prospect of like saying, cool, we're going to make sure that there's more opportunities, right? To do business, right? That's going to invite more competition to the table, meaning that inflation won't really have a chance to thrive um, in a sense that you will have people who can offer the same services, new, better services, maybe same quality, maybe better quality, but will be available to do the thing that someone's trying to jack the price up on. Right. And to me, so that, you know, when you say opportunity, opportunity is basically it's a good word. It means to be it, it's hopeful, you know, because it's like opportunity opens up a way for for better living you know for to have a better life you know we all know right. everybody has their stuff in life you know but everybody wants to have a better life just like thomas jefferson said in the pursuit of happiness you know so yeah right i totally agree with that so what's your background um where did you start and and all the way up to now and and what uh influenced you to run um and take you know try to work to to uh, get voted in for this position. Yeah, so, sure. So my parents are military. I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, born in Buffalo, New York, uh, moved all over um, 
with, with the army, if you will. Um, not me personally, but my parents. And then um, lived overseas. Um, we came back from overseas, moved to Prince George County. Um, that's where kind of where we're staying with the, on Fort Lee on base. Um, and then being able to attend the Prince George County school system for a little bit. Um, went up to the Chesterfield County school system and then uh, ended up graduating and going to Virginia State University um, where I learned the trades of engineering, problem solving at, you know, I'm an engineer. I'm a problem solver at heart, really engineer at, at heart. Um, even though I have an engineering degree, I say it like if I didn't have a degree, I should probably still be an engineer. Um, and in that, in that prospect um, at Virginia State University, I learned a lot about our community. I learned a lot about um, the prominence, which was uh, this south of the Appomattox River. Um, wherein a lot of shipping and trades used to come back and forth from Norfolk to the Petersburg. And Petersburg was a very prosperous city at one point in time as compared to where it is today. And the whole region in general was very prosperous. So how do we bring back that same economic things or at least economic status and not just for one group of people, but for everybody, right? And I, I don't want to exclude anybody in anything that I'm saying, but at the same time, I realize some people are going to take better advantage of than others because they're more driven to success, right? They they understand the opportunity at hand and they have the hope and they have the resources and the things to, 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 to go conquer, right? And in my personal purview, just by creating the atmospheres and making the game plain as to what, what the game is, right? Mm -hmm. This is what needs to happen. Um, there's no hidden things, no, no backroom deals, no backroom tables. I'm not really about any of that. Make it plain and those who will thrive will thrive, right? right. Uh, that's capitalism at its truest, right? Um, if someone, you know, is out there saying I'm being more socialist because I want everybody to succeed. No, I want those who want to succeed and then make sure that those who really want to go succeed enable them the ability to go really succeed. Um, so that's kind of where I stand. Um, problem solving. So I think there's an answer to every solution or every problem rather. And it's just a matter of being able to get the right community, how we communicate it uh, properly and how we find out the other challenges, which may be latent or not seen um, and being able to make sure communicate those things effectively. So um, pretty big into public speaking uh, as well. So, yeah. Right. Well, by the way, thank you to your parents for serving our country, especially. Um, and you're, fr you're from this area, right? Like the area that you're trying to represent. Um, you're originally, well, you said you're from, you just said you're from Buffalo and then you came to Virginia, right? So I'm from, I'm from, all, I'm from all over, but I spent a lot of time in the Petersburg, uh, Dinwiddie, uh, Prince George area, so um, you, Chesterfield you, area. I spent a lot of time. Yeah, you so you built an uh, a friendship and repertoire in that area, and and basically you know grown to just blend in with the area and and call it home now, right? Correct, correct. I mean, it's the it's the longest place I've ever lived. Uh, this this eight hundred four region, if you will, in my life. Oh, um, I, I understand so, that. <laughs> <laughs> so the second longest place uh, tied would be Lynchburg, um, Lynchburg City. Um, so. So, so voting day is November 7th, 2023. So people have plenty of time to, you know, research things. If they got questions, they can go online to, you know, which I, I brought up some resources. So if anybody needs to register to vote or get any kind of voting information for Virginia, um, you can go to vote411.org. Um, the Virginia Department of Elections, you can go to www.elections.virginia.org. And um, and basically, what are people going to be exactly voting for? I think it's um, so far what I see is the um, state Senate, the state House, special state legislative and the Virginia House of Delegates. Is that correct? Am I missing? Anything? That is correct. OK, that's correct. And, and, and local elections be, uh, are very important. People need to people. If you're listening to this, anybody listening to this, 
Local elections are important. The most important election besides the presidential election, it's even more important than that. Okay, don't wait till just the presidential elections to vote. You know, you wonder why, you know, see, you sit down and why are things the way they are? Because you need to vote in the local elections and get the the right people into office, you know? So that's my word for everybody. But yeah, so. Yeah. And I think, I think I want to piggyback on that a little bit. Local elections are very important from the perspective of like, these are the people you're going to see in the grocery store who are your elected officials, yep. right? You're going to see them every day, right? They're going to the impact, they're going to make decisions on on your roads on how the money that is received from the national or from the federal or from the uh, state and how that's dispersed and how it's spent right so you're going to see these people all the time why wouldn't you take the time to get to know them uh, show up at their events um you know get involved in their campaigns if you're really supportive of what they have going on and at the same time once they're elected hold them accountable to that which they said they're going to do Yes. Um, and I think that's that's the biggest line there. It's like you're not going to just get someone elected and never see them again. No, they're still living your community. You're right. And especially right. at the local level. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is the United States of America, is it not? You know? right. <laughs> All right. So um, for people who want to know more about your stance and what you're representing and what you're working towards, um, you said uh, currently your your website um, you'll have a full website reveal in January 2023. Is that what you said? That is very correct. Uh, I have and, a photo shoot later today and like, well, in a couple of minutes, actually. Um, and then we'll have some, you know, I just want to make sure it looks really nice. Everything's thought out and done. I'm, I'm an engineer. So I kind of, the devil's in the details and I kind of get stuck in the details sometimes. And where but. can people go to, what's your website? So Riley4VA is all the social media handles. Riley4 at Riley4VA at Riley4 or www.Riley4VA.org. We'll get you to write to my website. And that's R-I-L-E-Y-4-V-A.org, right? And your email, you said it's Brandon at Riley4Virginia.org, correct? Uh, right, correct. Riley, Riley4VA. Everything's right. at Riley, R-I-L-E-Y, the number four, V-A. And then you want to add a .org to it. You want to find the website for the private center. You want to find me on social media at the app center. And you also have a Facebook page, correct? That you're you're working on adding and building, right? Well, that's that's up and running now. Um, I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and they can just can't find you at stop. Brandon Riley, or is it Brandon Riley for VA? No, it's at Riley for VA. Okay. All right. Every everything's right there. So we made it really simple for people to find us, and and no no guesses. You don't have to click on the wrong person because everything's at Riley for VA. Good. All right. Well, I want to thank you for everything and sharing you know, sharing with me, uh, everything that you told me today. I think it sounds good. I mean, I say vote for, for Brandon Riley right now. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I just, so I appreciate that support. Definitely for sure. Um, we have a donation page up. It's, it links to, uh, one of the packs that I started to make sure we support other candidates around the state. Um, cause there's a lot of people who need to be elected. Um, more details on that to come, but just letting people know that, Hey, it is out there and it's not, not a scam. It's not taking somewhere different. It's taking you to, to where you need to be. Yeah, donations are, are really important, especially if you want to get the right person in office. And you sound you sound like the right person. So to me. Awesome. Well, thank, um, thank everything you so I agree with with what you said. So yeah, most definitely. Awesome. Well, cool. I'm Anna Taylor get... of Anna Taylor Radio. This is Brandon Riley. And he's like I said, he's gonna be he's the uh Democratic and you're also a Christian, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I forgot so. to mention that. Very so. He's a he's a dedicated Christian, um, and he's running for the 82nd uh, district House of Delegates here in Virginia 
for the city of Petersburg, Denwoodle County, Prince George County, and other surrounding rural areas. So thank you so much for your time today, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for um, hosting me here today. And yeah. um, I am Brandon Riley, Riley4VA.org. Bye, guys. Are you or someone you know being abused or in a toxic relationship? Whether that be an elderly person, an animal, a woman, a child, or even a man? Are you feeling suicidal or having thoughts of suicide? Do you need help with substance abuse? Know that you're not alone. There is help out there. Here's some resources. The Domestic Violence National Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. The National Substance Abuse Hotline number is one 800 662 the suicide hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. The national child abuse hotline is 1-800-422-4453. Some other things that you could do to find support is you can join Facebook support groups. There's tons of them on there. You can also go over to the Project Storm Facebook page or even on TikTok or Instagram. That's Project A Space Hashtag Storm. That's the grassroots organization that I personally started to help bring more justice to victims of abuse, help people with substance abuse, suicide prevention, and even inmate rehabilitation. You can also email Project Storm at projectstormemail at gmail.com. Again, you are not alone. You are worth it. You are loved and you are worthy and deserve to live. Okay, everything's going to be okay. Just reach out. There's help out there. Stay safe. This public service announcement was brought to you by Anna Taylor Radio and Project Storm. (laughs) 